Welcome to Discover Grace Podcast, a podcast made for finding God's grace in a disgraceful world. Youth pastors Garrett Lamb and Dalton Dickerson will be discussing practical truths and convicting topics from God's Word. Join us in striving together to build a stronger love for God and love for others. Welcome to Discover Grace Podcast. It's good to have you on here uh, listening to us today. Uh, today we're going to be talking about a pretty exciting topic, something I'm excited about, uh, mountains or molehills, and we'll get more into that, but uh, it's good to be here with Garrett Lamb. Uh, Garrett, how's your week been? Yeah, it's been pretty good. We um, got home from Iowa last weekend. Uh, we talked a little bit about that on the last podcast, but uh, went to an Iowa football game, and uh, they've been having a good year, so that was exciting. We sat on the uh, the fourth row, watched the game, and and they ended up winning big time, so that was good for them. Um, I'm not an Iowa fan myself, but I wanted them to win since we were there. But during the week, this is my last week at uh, working in the secular field, and I will be moving on to uh, full-time ministry and starting on next week um, at Grace Baptist Church in Delaware, Ohio. So uh, pretty excited about that. Pretty, pretty nervous about it as well, but uh, been really planning for it since I was probably 12 years old, I guess, when I got called to preach. And um, so it's, it's been cool finishing that up. And, and it's one of those things, like when you finish a job, like you, you probably not see those people uh, like very much at all again. And so that's, that's mm. a weird feeling, you know, when you, when you see somebody every day, but then, um, you won't see them anymore. So that, that was up today and and we said our goodbyes and, and uh, finished up the job, but super excited to get in ministry. So it, it's been a good week. That's awesome, man. And it's such a, a blessing to hear that. And once you get out into the, you know, working in ministry, different type of work, uh, just very exciting. You're, you're going to kill it. You and uh, Allison, you're going to do a good job. Uh, quick question before I, I tell everyone about my week. Now, on your last day of work, um, mm. did they have to wake you up when it was time to leave or, or how'd you go about that? <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, know, today. Kidding. Okay, today. There's things that I can't reveal on the podcast because I did some pretty funny things, say but they, it, they it, took us. No, nah, I can't. Cause it's, it's some good stuff that I wouldn't want to ruin the surprise. So oh, okay. there's some things that will happen later on. So I don't know who will be listening to this and who will not, okay. but I'll, I'll have to tell you off air, but uh, no, they took us out to eat last day. So our boss was really good to us. Um, took us out to eat and uh, finished up everything. So I, I wasn't maybe as productive as a normal day, but mm-hmm. I got the job done. There you go. That's good. Yeah, my week was pretty good um, this past Sunday. Um, so depending on when you listen to this, at our church, our teenagers, we had a, uh, a Sunday a teen service night. So that Sunday is with the E, so like the ice cream Sunday. So we fed the oh, okay. church Sundays uh, after church, mm-hmm. uh, had four different lines. Uh, I think we had you know over 40 teenagers that showed up to help. And man, it was, a, it was exciting. I was very nervous about it. You know, whether the teen, you know, some of the guys or girls are going to, you know, put a mm-hmm. hair in someone's ice cream or let a booger <laughs> out. But, hey, they killed it. I don't think I got one complaint. Wow. Uh, they did a good job. And so very impressed with them. So that was exciting. And then also two other things and we, we'll, we'll get going here. Um, but uh, but this weekend, I'm pretty sure we haven't talked about this, but uh, Oklahoma mm-hmm. versus West Virginia. Is that is that right? Man, Oklahoma? we haven't. That is, I didn't even, I mean, I knew we were playing new, but I didn't, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. It's a big weekend. I'm an Oklahoma man. fan. Yeah. Uh, Garrett's a West Virginia fan. I can't say I'm as diehard as him. Uh, I'll go ahead and throw that out there, but it's yeah. exciting to see that. Yeah, so. man. I, I, I've been texting my brother and of course, West Virginia is the underdog. Oklahoma's got the talent, 
but I think we might win this week. I don't know. We might okay. sneak in there and, and get a win. I don't think <laughs> I, we've ever beaten you guys in football yet when we've been in the Big 12. But uh, I don't know. I just got a good feeling about this Saturday. So, you know, they say uh, a see. blind squirrel uh, will find a nut once in a while. So uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens next week on hey, the podcast. We'll we may be talking about this. Yeah, we'll see. I All mean, right. it won't be good for you if we ended up winning. So, yeah, <laughs> I'll just say that. Hopefully, okay. you're as humble as I will be. Yeah. If you yeah. guys win. But uh, you're a very humble guy. So. Yeah, yeah, of course. So quotations. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to go ahead and let's get in the podcast here? Sure. Um, yeah. The topic we're talk, talking about is mountain or molehill. Uh, and kind of the premise behind this, if you heard, you know, this ideology before is, uh, you know, making something a big deal that shouldn't be a big deal uh, and making something that is a big deal, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you you know, you hear, you know, that person that, that tells a story and, uh, you know, talk about the, catching a fish and, you know, they, they say the fish is a, you know, a bass, it's about, you know, 10 pounds, it was heavy and this crazy story, you know, just to find a picture of it. And it's no bigger than a goldfish, you know, those people that blow things out of proportion and kind of just having a right perspective. Uh, and, and that's kind of where we're going at today. Uh, so what do you think about that, Garrett? Yeah, I think when you, you bring up this topic, you know, mountain or molehill, you have to have really a guideline of, of how you're going to decide, you know, what's important, what's not important. And so in the Christian life, um, you know, whether you're a Christian already and you're listening to this podcast, or, you know, you're, you're just a young person and, and already, um, you know, in a youth group or someone who's not saved, uh, the final authority that we have in our guidelines is going to be the word of God. And so we have to base everything that, um, we're going to count as important and maybe not as important by what the Bible says. And so, you know, scripture, of course, it tells us that, that God, God is the word. And so Jesus Christ himself and God, that this is Jesus himself through the pages speaking to us and, um, and giving us this final authority, um, on what is right and wrong. We've talked about it on the podcast before Dalton, that, uh, you know, your own truth. I, I believe we talked about it last podcast that yeah. people have come up with their own truths and, and there is no such thing of, as that. And they've tried to, and our in our education systems tell us that, uh, you know, there's, there's really no absolutes or there's nothing that's absolute truth, but we know that the Bible and the word of God is always absolutely true. And it's proven itself over and over and over again. So really when deciding on this topic, what are we going to take that's going to be important and what's going to be maybe a preference or uh, maybe not as important. We have to base that off of what, what scripture says about it. Yeah, definitely. And you know, as you listen to this podcast, if you get into some different things, uh, you know, you may agree or may disagree with us on a couple of things. Uh, but at the end of the day, you yourself as a listener, as a Christian, as a believer, you need to kind of know why you believe what you believe, mm-hmm. you know, and is, is it on this final authority of God's word and, uh, you know, the way you live or how you live, uh, that should be directly related to the Bible. You should be able to give uh, an answer for some things you do. Uh, and there's some things that you don't do and, and why you don't do that. And again, the final authority is Garrett hit, you know, hit it right on the, the head of the nail. It, it's, it's uh, God's word. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he mentioned uh, uh, the verse in John 1, 14, the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, uh, you know, through God's word, he, he has the authority. Uh, and so it's, you know, who are you listening to? You know, real quick before we get into it, I, I, I think of uh, uh, this, this past week, we have a school chapel and one of our teachers mm-hmm. Uh, Pastor Joss Leathers, he preached, and uh, I don't want to steal his thunder, so I'm referencing him if he listens to this. But 
you know, who are we listening to? I think uh, if you go back throughout history, there's been so many times where whether it be an intelligent person or, you know, a spiritual person, they, they come out and, and say something that they say, is, you know, is, is doctrine or whether it be mm-hmm. a fact. And it finds out that they're not true. You know, you think about flat earthism, you know, hundreds of years ago, people were scared uh, to sell the ocean and they would not go beyond certain points because they thought they would fall off the, the earth. And we know that's not true. And the answer was in God's word all along. You know, or you think about the Catholic Church uh, and their teachings on salvation, and many were led astray until they saw what was in God's word. So, you know, when it comes to this topic, you need to really, you know, take uh, men's perspective. Uh, but again, it's perspective, and it has to be based on the Bible. What does the Bible say about it? And that's where we're going to draw that final authority where, you know, this is it. You know, it's, is this godly? Is this God's word or not? And, and as we get into that, that's very important to realize. Yeah, I think I think something that maybe I don't think of and uh, growing up in a Christian home and, and always being in, you know, being an independent fundamental Baptist, I've, I just, some of these things are not, not brainwashed, but they're ingrained in my thinking, you know, it's just how I live, but there's many people in the world, their, their final authority isn't the Bible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Pope is their final authority. And that's a, uh, that's me. I, I just don't really look at that perspective as much, um, but it is very real, you know, Catholicism is one of the biggest religions in the world and, um, and definitely is in America for sure. And, and the, you know, as we would work bus routes in Chicago, we would see it, you know, almost every house we knocked on, you know, their, their final authority is, is the Pope and, and um, praying to Mary and doing things that, you know, the Bible tells us that that has nothing really to do with anything. Um, we don't have to go to a man anymore or, or we're not praying to Jesus's mother. We can go directly before his throne. And so, yeah, I definitely think it's something as a Christian, you automatically think, you know, of course, the Bible is the final authority. What, what else are we going to base our lives off of? Well, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that, that don't. And, um, and us as Christians, we need to learn why. Why is that the final authority? And, um, and as you said, we're, we're all, we're all going to have different preferences. We're all going to have different things that we do and don't do. Um, but we need to know that the thing that we're basing that off of is, is the word of God. And that's our common ground and our foundation. Um, and so, you know, really taking, you know, into the, into the podcast, what we want to discuss is uh, talking about biblical, biblical doctrines um, versus biblical preference or biblical truths against biblical preference. And so um, Dalton, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, definitely. And, and this is very important and it took me a while to understand. And, and I'm glad we're doing this podcast for those of you out there that might not completely understand the terms you know, you don't really know what a, a doctrine is or a principle mm-hmm. or a standard and conviction. And you might be listening, thinking, well, well Dalton, that, all that's synonymous. And it's not. They're, they're definitely different. You know, when it comes to biblical doctrines, I think about you know, biblical doctrine is salvation. Mm-hmm. You know, that's clear cut, uh, that the topic of salvation. You know, but a biblical principle, uh, and that's what we find in God's word through verses, uh, through different passages of scripture. We see that salvation. Uh, through biblical principles, uh, it's a free gift. You know, you think about Romans 6.23, Ephesians 2.8.9, and it's by faith. Mm. Uh, and, and so, you know, when we talk about salvation, many people might have a different take on that. But if you look at a biblical principle uh, and what the Bible says, you know, salvation is free and it's by faith. Uh, you can take another one. You know, there's a Bible doctrine of the Bible. Uh, we all believe in the Bible, but some people might not believe at it uh, like we do. And through biblical principle, um, you know, we see that the Bible is inspired, uh, it's inerrant, and it's uh, preserved. 
And that's what those two are. You know, a doctrine is stating something in the Bible, uh, but the principle goes further and to see what uh, certain passages of scripture uh, describe. Uh, hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, um, if yeah you definitely. Elaborate on that, Garrett, a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. I, I think, you know, you're right on the right track. Um, you know, the, the example I would give is even, even baptism. You know, we look at baptism a lot of different ways. Baptism is a biblical doctrine. You know, God commands us to do that. And it's a, it's a very important step in Christianity, but people look at it differently because they, they twist the scripture. And uh, we know that the Bible tells us that, um, you know, baptism is only by immersion. And so you, you have to be immersed in the water and um, it's not just a sprinkling it's, and it's also not a work of salvation. Um, It's something that's a picture of Jesus Christ. And so it's taking that biblical doctrine that baptism is, you know, something that is a doctrine that we hold to, but applying the biblical principles of how we need to do that and what Mm -hmm. steps we need to take. Um, And as we dive further into this, this topic, you're going to see some of those things as the lines kind of get broader and and God, God makes it that way because everybody's going to be different everybody's not the same. Me and Dalton have been friends for, you know, about four years now. And, and we don't think the same. <laughs> yeah. we, we live together, but we did things differently. Okay. In college. Yeah. yeah in college. We don't live together anymore. <laughs> Praise <Preference>. God. <laughs> yeah. Our preference was to go and get married. <laughs> so, um, but, but we, we lived together and we, we did different things. You know, we, we didn't do things the same way because God gave us individual personalities and things that would affect us differently. You know, I could handle things differently than, than you would, you know, um, if somebody would get mad at me, you know, or, or start yelling at me, I'd probably yell back. And Dalton, <laughs> your temperament is probably, you know, most of the time, maybe not all the time, but you're just going to take it, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. um, and you're just going to try to, to handle the situation maybe a little bit better than I could. And there'd be other situations would be different in, but yeah, that's the same, same thing we're getting at is that, you know, there's, there's biblical truths that we can't get away from. Okay. Mm-hmm. We know those things are, are there and we, we need to do them. Um, you know, the, the greatest two examples, we just gave salvation and baptism. Um, but as far as how to do those, that's what we're basing our, our biblical principles off of is, mm-hmm. is off of those biblical doctrines that are set and can never be changed. Yes, definitely. And I'm glad you, you kind of brought up the topic of baptism that really kind of helps see the difference between a a doctrine and and a biblical principle you know you think about jesus he came up out of the water Mm -hmm. uh, and that's a biblical principle that's what jesus did that's what the bible tells us to do is it's it's baptism by immersion uh and and, you know as we go along we go into the next section um when, when it comes to bible doctrines you know, Bible principle or biblical principles, um, you know, we kind of, if you just were to uh, include those, uh, there's a lot of people out there that would fall into that category, but you know, you see that you start to separate yourself a little bit more when it comes to other things. Mm. You know, a lot of, there's a lot of modern churches out there that believe salvation is free and it's my faith. Uh, many that believe baptism by immersion, um, but necessarily I, w- I wouldn't, you know, group myself with them because it, when we get into principles or convictions, uh, they kind of stare away, and that's that's important. And you know, it's not that you know the major thing is salvation, but it's still important. Uh, it's still something to look at. You know, as we we talked about doctrines and principles, uh, principles is something stated in in the Word of God uh, that is clearly uh, cut out. 
you know, like salvation's free, you know, baptism's by immersion. It's not included in salvation, but, and then you kind of, you kind of go into convictions and standards, you know, Garrett. And, and as you talk about those are very important to distinguish. Those aren't the same things. And I think a lot of times, uh, many teenagers or young people and myself included, I, I would have a hard time separating those. Yeah. Um, but, but, but a conviction, you know, that's a, that's, that's a biblical principle that you have now claimed to live out. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's something that you said, okay, well, the Bible through biblical principle, I see this is right. So I'm going to make it a conviction. I'm claiming this. And then the standard that comes along behind that, uh, that's going to be a boundary or a barrier that's going to help you fulfill that conviction, if that makes sense. So it's yeah. kind of like a, like a ladder uh, and the top rung, that's doctrine there. And that's clear cut. And then you have biblical principles. Uh, then you have a conviction that you start to, to, to um, live out those principles. And that's through standards at the end. Um, so if you want to elaborate that on, on convictions and standards and kind of explain that, and I'll come and explain a little bit in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I look at it like this. My, my mind, as we've already talked about sports, um, <laughs> it yeah. kind of works in sports. Um, so I, I love the game of basketball and you look at the game of basketball and, and what's, what's the purpose of basketball is to get the basketball in the hoop, right? Mm-hmm. It's the only way you can win the game. So if you, if you want to become a better basketball player, you got to at least learn how to shoot the ball. And so the, the basketball has to go in the hoop. So I need to be able to work on my, on my shot. And so working on that shot, I'm going to take a certain amount of time each and every day to work on that shot. Okay. And that's breaking it down in different levels. Now to transfer that from a sports mindset to a biblical mindset is to take a subject like let's take alcohol, for example, there's multiple scriptures, you know, in the Bible that tell us that alcohol is, is wrong. You know, Proverbs 21, we can think of that, you know, it tells us in Ephesians chapter number five, that it's wrong, that be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Holy spirit. Um, we can see multiple places and, and it's, you know, we don't have the time to go through each and every one of these, but, um, you know, with that, that biblical truth, the principle is I'm not, you know, I'm, I, I shouldn't drink. I'm persuaded my conviction. I'm persuaded fully to that truth that I am not going to drink. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to set a standard to it that I will not eat at a bar. Yeah. And that is my standard. Okay. Um, now there, there's different levels of that standard I even have for myself. I will, I will eat in a restaurant that maybe has one, but I can be separate from it. And, and somebody else has a different standard that they won't even eat in an establishment that, that has a bar set up at all. And as a Christian, you know, for me, I've never had a struggle with alcohol. I grew up in a home where I never saw it. I never drank it. I never, I hate the smell of it. I, I've never had any desire to have alcohol. It's not a temptation for me, but I decided when I was young off that biblical truth and that principle that I'm persuaded that it is true, that I was going to hold to that, that persuasion or conviction and set a standard in my life that that will never become a temptation to me. And for other people, they might have a bigger temptation towards that. And they set a, a higher standard for themselves. Does that mean that they are higher than me or, or they are more of a Christian or more right with God than me? No that's where individual soul liberty is coming in where I need to set a standard on my personal life and, and the things that I am convicted of that God says, you know, this is where you need to draw the line and, and you need to live that way. So you can, you can honor and please me because 
you know, a hot topic of today, Dalton, is is the word legalism, right? Uh, Where yeah. we live by a bunch of rules and and standards and all of these things. Well, everybody has their standards. Everybody has their convictions. Even even the new evangelical church would have a a stance on some things. Okay, they have lines that you have to. At some point, everybody has lines. Yes. Um, it's just for us. We're looking at it not as I can be so much more spiritual or high. Um, I just take the word of God, and that's the Holy Spirit conviction that I'm persuaded by that that helps me push that push that standard and place it in my life, so that doesn't become a stumbling block for myself. Yeah, and, and I think you did a good job uh, describing that. And again, if you're listening, the key is. Uh, you know, a, a standard, uh, if someone has a higher standard than you, that doesn't mean that you're wrong. It doesn't mean that they're right. It, it really comes down to that. That's what's right for them. Uh, and, and, you know, it's important to understand the difference between a conviction and standard conviction. I'm, I'm standing on. That's something I've, I like how you use persuaded that I'm going to live by. But I'm going to use a standard that I've set up in my life to make sure I fulfill that conviction. It's like a lot of people want to wake up and go to the gym and mm-hmm. they have a conviction that I'm going to the gym. You know, but if they don't set their clothes out the night before, they don't set their alarm clock, they don't get a membership and all these standards, it's not going to happen. A standard mm-hmm. helps put things in action. You know, I think about a, a conviction of uh, your know, pure and holy living. That's a clear biblical principle. And I've claimed it for myself that I'm going to be pure. I'm going to be holy. And yeah. so, you know, there might not be anything wrong with uh, a woman coming in my office uh, and sitting in here and us reading the Bible together for an hour. But I'm not going to do that. I've set up a standard where I'm not going to be in an enclosed room with someone that is of the opposite gender, just like you and your dating. Uh, someone out here listening might be dating right now. Uh, you know that there, you have a conviction to, to keep your purity, to make sure that you date the right way. And there might be nothing wrong with you pulling up into a dark parking lot at night. Okay. There's nothing wrong. That's not a sin. Uh, and you sitting in the car and reading the Bible for an hour. But, you know, if you let, allow that to happen, the chances of, of you sinning and breaking that conviction is just went through the roof. Mm-hmm. And also you got uh, abstained from the appearance of evil. And now if someone were to see you, they wouldn't think, oh, wow, they must be really having a good prayer meeting. No, they're automatically going to think the wrong thing. Yeah. So you set standards up to keep from, again, appearance of evil and to keep you from from sinning and crossing over that barrier. And I like how you said everyone has lines. Everyone has a line in the sand, whether they want to verbalize it or not. And people look at, you know, might look at us who think we're legalistic. Um, but I don't have standards to earn God's favor. Yeah. And if you do, you're doing something wrong. You know, I don't, you know, dress a certain way or I don't not go to a certain place because I want God to love me more. I mean, just state this clear. God loves us. We've earned his, his favor the moment we accepted Christ as our savior. That's mm-hmm. where our favor comes from. It doesn't come yeah. from our standards. But uh, moving on to the conviction and standard, um, you know, I think of a, a conviction, a biblical conviction of um, protecting and maintaining the temple of the, the temple of the Holy Spirit, our bodies. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have standards in my life. I'm not going to put harmful things into my body. I'm not going to do drugs. And that's a whole other topic of addiction and, and being tied to something uh, of strongholds. But I'm not going to put harmful things in my body. I'm not going to allow my body to go through hard things because it's God's temple. And I'm going to set up standards to make sure uh, that I prefer that I, that I obey those convictions. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, really a passage of scripture. When, when we started thinking about doing this topic, a passage of scripture that came to my mind and, 
and obviously we wouldn't have the time to read the whole chapter, but those of you that are out there listening, Romans chapter number 14 really touches on this topic of, of standards and convictions um, very well. And um, a couple of passages in there you would recognize, you know, if you've been in church at all. Um, but one of the, the passages of scripture in there, uh, it says in, in Romans chapter 14, in verse number two, it says, For one believeth that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. And then, um, and then in verse number three, it says, let him, uh, let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not and let not him that which eateth not judge him that eateth for God hath received him. Who art thou that judgest another man's servant to his own master? He standeth or falleth. Yea, he shall be holden up for God is able to make him stand. And verse number five says, uh, one man esteemeth one day above another, another esteemeth another, another day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. And I think the apostle Paul puts it probably better than either of us could. And, um, and in that passage of scripture right there, just saying, you know, there's going to be things where, you know, you, you might not agree, but at the end of the day, we have to, we have to major on the majors and minor on the minors. There are things I've set up in my life that, that I know that the Holy spirit wants me to have. Okay. There's some people out there. They think that they should not have a TV in their home. And if they were to have a TV in their home, their, their family wouldn't turn out right. And they would believe the, you know, the sitcoms of, of how they make a dad stupid and the mom's running the home and she's the leader and the kids get to do whatever they want. And, and, and just the idealistic things that go on in Hollywood and, and with the news networks and everything that's going on, people choose not to have a TV in their home. Okay. I have a TV in my home. That's not something that I've been convicted on, but if somebody has that standard, that's Okay. I'm not going to judge them for, for not having one. If they feel like that's what the Holy Spirit have told them, then that's okay. And even at that, someone might have a, maybe a, a more lenience in an area that, that I might be a little bit more strong on. Um, maybe a personal example I could tell, you know, I, I know that um, somebody personally in my life I know has a, a standard set up that uh, they don't want their daughter's ears to get pierced before she's 18. They have a reason for it. You know, he has, he has some, a subscription why he does that. I wouldn't necessarily agree with that, but that's okay. Cause that's, that's his home. And in that same passage of scripture in chapter number 14, um, it does say the verse that we're going to stand before the Lord and everybody's going to give an account of themselves. And that's where, when we're talking about convictions and standards, you know, I got to be just like that first says, I got to be fully persuaded in his own mind that this is what the Lord wants me to do. And these are the guidelines. These are the barriers that I'm going to set up for myself. Um, I think you were in the same class as I was um, in college for this, but I heard a college teacher say um, at one point, he said, you know, a conviction is something that you would, you would die for. Okay. A standard is not a conviction, is something that you are, are fully, like it says, fully persuaded. You would, you would not change on that. But a standard is something that you're just setting up so you can you can hold that conviction. Um, so hopefully that that makes sense to people out there that are listening that the difference between those two. Yeah, definitely. And, and there is a difference. And I like I'm glad you brought that up. A conviction is something that you're willing you know to stake it all on. A standard mm-hmm. is just there to help you. Uh, to obey that conviction and make sure that you're living your life like you ought to. And, and one more thing, and and I know we've talked, you, you mentioned it, but you know, everyone draws a line in the sand. And so it just depends on where they draw it. 
And I mm-hmm. might not agree with them. I might think they're wrong, but everyone draws, you know, a line in the sand. Uh, and I think about, you know, I think about uh, a, a, a pastor. He He's not going to, you know, on most churches, they can be the most, uh, you know, modern church, the most uh, mm-hmm. reformed church, whatever you want to call it, label it. Uh, and they're, um, they're probably not going to allow the pastor to get up there shirtless, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. w- with just uh, no, no pants on, just in the, the undergarments. I don't think anyone would allow their, their pastor to do that. They've drawn no. a line where yeah. this is acceptable and this is unacceptable. And no matter who it is, there's going to be a line. Uh, whether they realize it or not. And there's something, there's stuff they're willing to do and stuff that they think, oh, that's wrong. And so it's important as you talk about standards, convictions in your own life, that you kind of, you build them up, know why you do what you do. Uh, And and it's important to have that uh, standard set up so you don't go across the conviction and you don't, that you obey that conviction you set up in your own life. Because you have a line, just depends on where you've drawn it. Yeah. And I I know that we we talked about mountain or molehill, and that's the kind of subject matter. You know, I think of the verse in Matthew chapter chapter 23, uh, verse 24. Uh, Ye blind guides would strain at a gnat and swallow a camel. So the Lord gives us a comparison here. And, and that's really kind of telling us what we should focus on. I know he's you know preaching against uh, the Pharisees there. But, you know, what should you focus on? I'm not saying that uh, you shouldn't preach on standards in the pulpit. But every single service should not be about you know, setting up standards. It should be on mm. Jesus Christ, uh, salvation yeah. through him. But this means that we should focus on salvation, reaching the, the gospel, training the believer and biblical living. And I, I think you ought to, to mention, uh, you know, a separate, uh, biblical separation and mention how to live and different things you can set up in your life. But again, if you, if you're going to a church where that's the main subject every single time, you know, that that's not majoring on the major. That's, that's definitely focusing on the small things, which are still mm-hmm. important. Yeah. Yeah. I think somebody put it the best way. I'm not sure who originated with, but uh, we're all brothers, but we're not twins. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so glad that, that we don't all have to do in view robotic, you know, God mm-hmm. did give us that individual soul Liberty. And there's, there's so many topics we could talk about, you know, when it comes yeah. to this subject and a lot of hot button issues, you know, um, all across the board, you could, you could talk on dress or, you know, your parents or, you know, even the way that you listen to your music, all of those sorts of things. You just have to live in the will of God each and every day. Don't overcomplicate it and, uh, and know what the Holy Spirit's telling to you based on your final authority, which is the Bible and taking those biblical doctrines, knowing what they are. And, um, and then, you know, the biblical principles, and then when you get down to the conviction that you're, you're fully persuaded on it um, from biblical principles, that truth, then setting up those standards in your life that the Holy Spirit's convicted you of and said, hey, you know, you better set yourself here. This is, this is where the line is, and you set that for yourself. And I think the Bible puts it perfectly. You know, every man has to stand before the Lord for himself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I can't answer for whatever anybody else does. You know, for us that, that will be over a youth group, um, we, we won't be able to stand up there for the decisions that they make. Hopefully we can persuade them into, to write into truth. And that's, that's what we are, are here to do, you know, as preachers is to persuade people to truth. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, as, as a Christian, as an individual, we're going to stand as and give an account of ourselves. And, you know, it doesn't matter who's set the standard, you know, what, what leader tells you what's right and wrong. It's going to come down to the way that you lived your life based on how God set his principles and how God would want you to live your life. 
Um, and so I, I think that this subject is, is definitely something that is a growing um, aspect of everybody's life on a daily basis. You know, there's, there's new things that the devil likes to throw at you that um, some days may, maybe you struggle more than others, or maybe you didn't struggle with something that later on you would. Um, we have to f- every single day, just walk in the spirit, make sure that we're, we're Holy Spirit filled and, and we're listening and yielded um, and just asking God to show us something, you know, that he would be able to guide us and direct us. And um, on the topic, you know, we've talked about legalism and, and having, you know, these, all these standards and, and all these things set up. Um, but God does call his children to live a holy life. And, um, and we have to um, want, to, we, we don't have to, but we should want to please our savior. You know, the Bible tells us, if you love me, keep my commandments. And uh, that's Jesus's words himself. If we want to love God and, and we want to show that um, God is, is, you know, number one in our life, there's no better way to show that than through obedience. And that obedience is going to come from those same, th- that same structure, that, that biblical principle and truth that we've applied and, um, and living those out the best way that we can in our individual lives. Yeah, you nailed it right there. Just you know, living for Christ, we're going to stand before God and it's going to matter how we live. Um, you know, I think about Lot, uh, how he was in the city, ruined his testimony, a mm-hmm. saved believer, you know, living in the, in the middle of sin. You know, I don't think God was pleased with that. It does matter where you put yourself in the world and how close you allow yourself to align uh, with with society and culture. I'm not saying we should be all be Amish, but we should definitely have a separation. You know, say yeah. you know this is biblical and this is unbiblical, and I want my life to match Christ, not not the world. And yeah. it's a challenge each and every day. You said to set up standards so we can obey the biblical principles uh, and the convictions that we've been persuaded in. Yeah, I, I think this is a great topic and definitely something that helped me and uh, talking back and forth. Um, so hopefully you that are listening, um, take in this truth. And uh, this is this is just a, a podcast. We want to portray biblical truths and convicting thoughts. And um, we don't want to tell you our opinions necessarily, but uh, making sure that, that God's grace is shown through us and through the podcast that you'll be able to grow daily and um, weekly while you're listening to these podcasts. So thank you very much for listening and uh, make sure to go and subscribe and to like the podcast and share it as well. And um, I think we're done for this week. So Dalton, we'll uh, see you on the next podcast. See you. All right. Have a great day in Jesus.